and welcome to Cancer Casually. I'm your host, Lindsay DeLong, and I'm the managing editor of The Fullest. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 33 when my boyfriend found a lump and made me go get it checked out. A year and a half later, I'm now cured, healthy, and can kind of talk about it all without crying. Each week, I interview inspiring survivors who have come out on the other side of cancer or who are still battling it. We'll talk about our lives before, during, and after cancer and share what we've learned so that our listeners can look at their own lives through a new perspective, whatever that may be. Here's not just how to live with cancer, but how to be there for someone and how to cope as a co-survivor because it's not just a disease that affects you, it affects everyone around you. With this podcast, we hope to inspire others to grasp life no matter what comes at you and always live it to the fullest. Welcome to Cancer Casually. This is a fun one because this is our second attempt at this one. We're with Shaney Darden, Shaney Joe Darden from Keep Abreast. And we actually recorded this last season, but we did it wrong. You were my second, <laughs> my second guest. And so we did it wrong. So we have to redo it. But hi. Hi. Welcome. Good to see you. As <laughs> always, good to see you. I know. And yeah. you as well, Manny. Oh, yeah. Oh. Manny's here, too. He's he's my Bye. co-host because this is way more fun with him. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Hi, Shaney. <laughs> way more fun with you, oh. always. Oh. Shaney is the founder of Cupabrest. I actually have an intro that I wrote for the podcast last year and then I was like well it's still so good I'm just gonna read it let's hear it what you but got but I'll read it in my radio voice okay you've heard the phrase you've worn the bracelets you've seen the beautifully painted breast casts it's all Shaney Joe Darden's doing founder of the in-your-face breast cancer nonprofit keep a breast which is known for its I heart boobies rubber bracelets and breast casts it has been around since 2000 and has routinely reinvented itself to stay current in the fast-moving and always-changing world of cancer. With close ties to the surf and skate culture as well as the art world, Keep a Breast, for the past 20 years now, has been bringing breast cancer into the limelight in a cool way that registers with young people. Hello. 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 Thank you for that awesome introduction. You're welcome. I love it. Um, so 20 years now. You 20 years is it's, we're turning 20 actually next year. So okay. we're kind of on Night. the eve, you yeah. know, like Christmas Eve. It's this yes. exciting time for the next, you know, wave of keep abreast. So Well, yeah, you started in 2000, so that's really easy to Yeah, easy math and you know, it's really emotional cuz 20 years is a long time. And so looking back at my own life and the life of keep abreast and all the, you know, people that have been a part of keep abreast and the lives that we affected over all these years is just like it's overwhelming and I even just like start to cry a little bit when oh. I think about it okay yes. <laughs> I'll be the one crying yeah, this time okay, yeah not you just, before we started I was telling Shaney how I was like mm -hmm. the whole first season I was crying but now I'm I'm more um immune to 
the cancer speak. <laughs> but anyways, um, so tell me about, there's so much to talk to you about, but tell me a bit about Keep Abreast and like what you are doing. Well, we do a lot, yes. but I founded the organization just about 20 years now, really just to help one friend. I had a young girlfriend who had breast cancer. And at that time, you know, there was no GoFundMe. There was, you know, really nothing out there, which people have today. You know, when something happens to someone in your community, everyone rallies to help. Mm -hmm. And every day now on our lives, you know, we see, oh, help my friend, you know, with her surgery, help this person who got in a car accident, help me pay for my dog's surgery. And then back then we didn't have that. So I really just started this event. I started making these plaster castings and I had artists paint them and we exhibited them and auctioned them and raised some money for her. And that was just the beginning was just doing this one super cool art show. And it just kept growing after that year after year after year, really organically, really grassroots. My background is in action sports. I was a clothing designer. So I worked, you know, mainly within that community. Mm -hmm. And we started working with Roxy, the surf brand early on doing breast cast exhibitions um, with their athletes all over the world. And then early we started working with Warp Tour. So we had to create educational information about prevention geared towards young people on this punk rock music festival. Yeah. So Keep Abreast is, if you don't know about Keep Abreast, we're really unique in this whole space of breast cancer organizations because we really are the only global organization that talks about prevention and early detection. Mm -hmm. So in this sort of traditional world of, you know, let's find a cure or drug research, you know, we choose to focus on prevention and early detection. Yeah. And we choose to do it in a way, you know, that we feel is relatable, um, understandable, actionable, you know, really to create action and to help people learn how to be their own health advocates. Yeah. And, and, and in a way that is cool and like really good for young people. Um, I mean, I, I, I think keep abreast is just like, so, so hip. <laughs> It's just so cool. And it has been so cool. I mean, I remember when I was living in San Diego 10 years ago, like going to events that you guys would put on like brewbies. And this was way before cancer, way before I even thought about cancer. And it was like a cool thing to be like, oh, this weekend I'm going to brewbies or I'm going to like a breast cancer event. You know, it, it's really a great way to um, bring cancer out into the limelight for young people. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. In a fun way, too. Yeah. yeah. Very fun. And a way for, you know, everyone, right? It's not like just for young women. Yeah, exactly. It's for families. It's for brothers. It's mm -hmm. for fathers. It's for uncles. You know, it's for sisters. It's for your cousins, your best friends, your coworkers. You know, Keep Abreast is a place where I feel like everyone um, can find their home. They can find something there that will help either educate them about the disease for the people in their lives or will also help them support the people in their lives in a way that feels authentic to them. Yeah, yeah. And so you're doing um, 
like the breast casts are very popular and you've done everyone. I mean, you've done Katy Perry's <laughs> breasts and who else? Have you? I mean, the breast casts are the iconic yeah. signature thing of keep a breast and I make all the casts. And for me, it's an honor to cast someone because it's this very intimate moment. I mean, you've been casted. Yes, I casted me. you yeah. and it was, it's so special. Right. And, um, all the women over all the years that we've cast, I mean, I've casted women in, you know, all different points of the world, Mexico, France, China, Japan, like we've done exhibitions everywhere. So you're really doing this sculpture of someone's body and then it's getting painted and then it's getting exhibition. So each cast holds like so many stories and so many moments within this one iconic piece of artwork that ultimately creates conversations about, you know, women's bodies, um, how women feel about their bodies and also about breast cancer. And, you know, I've def- I, we've casted many famous women, um, many of my own heroes, you know, over the years, um, you know, Lisa Anderson, pro surfer, one of my all time heroes, um, been cast at her, many surfers, um, musicians like Katy Perry and Pink and, um, you know, people like Kat Von D oh, and yeah. all, a lot of different women. And we're working on a very, very, very special exhibition right now for our 20th anniversary called the Keep Abreast Nashville Collection. And um, we're casting women of Nashville, musicians, Americana, bluegrass, indie, pop, and also influencers in the Nashville community. Um Taylor Swift? So excited. Yeah. Hey, Tay Tay. Hey, Taylor. <laughs> she lives in Nashville. Um, you know, we've, we've, my people have talked to her people. Wow. But, you know, there's some big dreams in there, yes. you know, like Dolly, Taylor, yeah. Reba, Miley. I mean, there's so many amazing women from the Nashville oh community. And we already have, you know, a great handful who have been casted and. So that show, you guys have to come. We'll have a huge exhibition next year, really celebrating 20 years of Keep Abreast. Oh my gosh, I got all chill. I want to start applauding right there. And it's like, (laughs) yay, we're going to applaud. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're just doing research also in that area of the South, which is really the most highly affected area of breast cancer diagnosis in our country. Oh, wow. So I didn't know that. There's this you... area called like Cancer Alley. And um, it's, um, I need to really dive more into it. I just uh-huh. started looking into it yesterday, but there's, it's a really industrial area. So a lot of people literally live next door to factories and work in these factories, but are dependent also upon these factories for their livelihood. So it's a, a very kind of toxic area. Um, so I'm excited to start putting together, you know, specific education for this demographic along with this exhibition. So we can see if we can kind of move the needle a little bit with the young people of that community to mm-hmm. get them um, our app in their hands, oh, yeah. you know, get them early detection. Many of them, you know, maybe don't have access to healthcare and our app is something that anyone can have. It's free as long as you got a phone. And yeah, tell us about the app. It's, it's keep a breast app. Like- um, yeah, it's called the check yourself mm-hmm. app. It's free in the iTunes and the Android store. And we've had this app for several years and we keep developing it and making it better and better. And it's our, you know, it's our main 
kind of global effort. That, so it's available in seven languages and we have over 65,000 women using it around oh the world gosh. in tiny little pockets of the world that you would never imagine how they have this app. Yeah. They have it. It's incredible. So it's this, it's just awesome to be able to fr- provide something free. That's also private, you know, there's still so much shame around, you know, breasts and breast health and knowing your body and even in many cultures you know you don't talk about I mean we're sitting here talking on a podcast about boobs and cancer I mean in many places of the world this would never ever ever happen Mm -hmm. and so at least if women are able to get this information um, we know early detection really saves lives it does wow yeah I mean well (laughs) that that transition Manny here is the one that um I say that in my intro but he's the one that found it and you know that whole uh story because you were right there with me right at the beginning we met like immediately after I uh got diagnosed but yeah Manny found it saved my life we found it like stage two and then um yeah, and now I'm all healthy. But anyways, we met yeah. you right then. I remember um, I, I wrote a blog for Keep Abreast about my journey called Lindsay Caught the Cancer. <laughs> it was fun. And then you uh, breastcasted me, and that was just such a cool experience. And I have the breast cast up on display right when you come into my house, and it's just it's such a, a cool reminder because that was before the lumpectomy. You have had breast cancer casts of people that have gone through mastectomies with no boobs and people that have gone through just one, like one side, one boob, you know, so uh, all different types of boobs and cancers. It's just such a cool thing that you're doing. And Thanks. Thank and it's important to share also that Manny did find your lump. And that happens all the time. And it's something that people don't talk about, you know? So from Manny's perspective, it's like, how did you know it was something? Like how, what in your brain made you take this extra moment to be like, wait, babe, like what made you say something? How did you know? When did the alarm bell start ringing? Yeah. um, You know, this is like a kind of a story I like to tell it which I like to open up with like regret because I had remember remembered having felt something prior to me actually noticing it. Right. Those things are hidden. Like they're not like the most recognizable thing. So like, I'm really thankful that you have a strategy to have people like do like a strike, go in there and do an exact feel and make sure you like hit like quadrants and just do like a really good job at it. I got lucky, you know, I can't imagine what other guys go through as well. And I have my own story, but for the most part, um, I feel like when I found it that day, I just knew that my ultimate reaction was stay calm because there was something definitively like hard in that area. And I was like, that's not normal. That is standing out to me. Something in me just got defensive. I was like, you know, I'm going to stay perfectly still. I'm just going to explain to Lindsay, like, hold back for a second. You know, she's already very squeamish about everything. So mind you, like, I'm like going extra, extra layers of calm with this beautiful girl to my right. So. Like holding down a cat that doesn't want to be held down. A yeah. cat, right? you tell me to hold down, then I'm like, no, I yeah. don't. It's like, but I was really scared. Right. And I can't analogy would be like putting a cat in a jacuzzi, basically. And the <laughs> oh, cat gosh. is not going to like it. So, um, so I just, you know, had her relax and lay there for a second. And then um, I kind of just grazed the area. Didn't find anything for like maybe the first minute or two. And I mean, 
think about it. Like I could have thrown in the towel at that like point. Like you guys were on the couch, right? Yeah. Like totally were you making couch. out? Yeah. Like oh, were you getting you wanna get busy? Really deep? You want to get you deep know, about I mean, it. It sounds like you're giving her a self-exam. Okay, like, we, you're making it sound okay. so medical. Like, okay. Let, well, then I'll like, back down. What was okay. actually really happening? Me, and then you're like, wait, Linz, that feels like hard. I'll break down the barriers get of the my cat life. Out okay, of the you're jacuzzi. right. We're talking about, you know what? Like you're we need right. juice, Manny. Get the cat jacuzzi. Yeah. Let's take the cat out of the jacuzzi. Um, I guess realistically, well, Lindsay and I are like natural cuddlers. So we, I think it was, might've been like, I'm about to leave to go to work. And then we're like, wait, one quick cuddle, you know? And that's like, as like, I'm not being innocent on purpose. That's legitimately like, okay, I'm fully clothed. Let's go ahead and just roll around, you know? And um, so I think at that point I just hugged her. It was like nice to just hug her. And I had my hand wrapped under her armpit, which bothers her, but I enjoy it, you know? So I think it just kind of good hug. And then I was just like, something is there. And that's kind of where it picked up. And then, yeah, I think, you know, going in that second time and be like, hey, look, I found something. Don't panic. Just lay back, lift your arm up. And then, you know, you can see her just kind of square herself away and be like, like serious, not sure what's going on. But, you know, her mind is just obviously thinking about what could it possibly be. And then, yeah, I just felt something was like, give me your hand. I'm going to want you to just touch this area here. And then, um, before you touch it, I want you to know, like, no matter what happens, like, we're going to run through this next course together. Like, you're not going to be alone. You can, you have me completely at capacity. We're going to figure this out together. So whatever, if it could be nothing. And I'm just like. But how did you know what to say? I did. Was it I just, just your intuition was just guiding you? Okay. I should... Like, had you thought about it before? Because you said maybe you felt it before. Like, how did you know? Okay. So maybe I might've felt it. I felt guilty because I think I might've felt something before, but I mean, I'd gone back and tracked something. it, but I didn't say anything. I just was like, okay, I can't find it again. I have no idea where it is. And I'm like, okay, my mind wandered. Maybe I had. I don't know. I, maybe I had an extra Corona or something when I ha what happened or who knows what happened, but lost it. And so I guess it was in the back of my mind until I'd felt it the legitimate time. And I was like, okay, now there's something there for sure. I'm going to stay calm. And maybe my relaxation came from me having been raised by five sisters. So I think like knowing how to delegate <laughs> communication with that gender was already installed in me. Okay. Three girls ahead of Got me personally. It. And so I was... I've been in drag more times than I can probably mm. imagine because they just were painting me like I was their fun little doll, you know. So communicating yeah. with girls has always been my fun thing. I sometimes feel like yeah. I could communicate with It was October girls when he found it. So Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So my mom, <laughs> she has just always, she's so innocent and sweet, but she's like always has too. just... um imagined Manny like lining up all the women in a slide okay. and be like, okay, it's breast cancer wear <laughs> This one's time to self-check. And just It was so yeah. sweet of her. We were obviously like telling the story at chemotherapy and her mom was just like, she knew that we was studying for EMT stuff, right? And so obviously you go into the medical side of the world. And before I could explain how I had found the situation, her mom would jump in sweetly. It's just so sweetly. And she's like, oh, it was, he was studying as an EMT and it was Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month, right, Manny? Right? And I was like, definitely, definitely, definitely yes. Definitely. And, you know, he just does that. And I was like, if I agree to this longer, then I'm agreeing to the fact that I, like, pull all these ladies aside in my life. And I'm like, okay, line up, girls. It's that time of the, it's the time of the year. Cut. 
bring them. Like, let me go and examine all you guys. So I just like, yeah. I figured that out after I was being swear. I was like, okay, wait, it doesn't make me sound that much better. So, and you make it light and it's important, I think, to do that for other men as well. And for, you know, it's probably mostly women listening to this podcast, but it's also an opportunity to talk to your partners or your brothers or the men in your life and let them know that like, you also have a responsibility to the women in your life and the women that you love. And we have so many men and young men that always are coming up to our education booth and they're like, oh, breast cancer, nothing for me here. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. get your little self right back over here, you know, because oh, it's over like half the time. It's actually a person's partner who will find the lump. And so it's really important to engage, you know, everyone in this conversation. And like you said, you have some regret because you didn't say something the first time. So mm -hmm. the more we can have this part of the conversation and our relationships, the less kind of, you know, regret partners or people will have because they'll be like, oh, babe, what's that? Or, you know, mm -hmm. it should be. And it's just the same as keep abreast. We want to make the conversation about boobs and about breast health a normal part of our conversation. Like, um, you know, part, like we talk yeah. about brushing our teeth, Definitely. too. You know, yeah. it's it's self-care. It's health. It's prevention. Yeah. You but brush just, your teeth because you don't want cavities. You know, you check your boobs because you just want to know your body and know what's normal for you. Yeah, for sure. And same thing with with men and testicular cancer yeah. like on the last podcast I did um Michael from your super um he had testicular cancer when he was 24 and he was super active and tennis pro and just so crazy that it happened so young so it's so important for women and men to just yeah do yeah. the self have these conversations every part of yourselves yeah well good job manny <laughs> oh come on no really i mean you learn so much when you're in the field obviously not having had the breast cancer myself it's like you're in there and yeah guys you need to understand like yeah. get it guys that you when you're in these environments you know your ladies are getting chemotherapy you're going to hear facts about yourself and you need to realize that you need to be aware of yourself as much as those in front of you who are getting cared after so you know don't neglect to go check out personal scores, talk to your physicians, and just make sure that everybody in your love circle is taken care of, including right there in the center, which is yourself. And I think it's just unique, you know? So Yeah. 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 I feel like applauding to that. I like hey. yourself in the center of your love circle. I know. I just, I, I'm just making my love circle right now. I got it. I took myself there. You also are, like, you do so much with Keep Abreast, but you guys also do the retreats. So I've got to go on one of your retreats to Zihuantanejo. Yes. And that was just amazing. And you had just breast cancer um, survivors from all over the nation come. And um, it was such a cool opportunity for me to meet people um, that were going through the same things I was going through. And it was so healing. And, oh, it was amazing. Um, but, yeah, like writing workshops with Laura Rubin and, um, and like, meditation and dancing. I remember one night Most we just all fun. danced. Half the sweet. people got naked. <laughs> it was amazing with the ocean view. Awesome. You do so much. So. Yeah, that's one of my favorite places, Playa Viva in Zihuatanejo. And um, a friend of mine is the owner of that place, so he offered it to us to host a retreat and 
we with Keep Abreast, our, our focus is mainly in, on prevention and early detection and education, but we also have programs that are support programs for survivors. So we do um, some retreats, but the the good, the new news, the big new news exclusive, <laughs> cancer <Yay>. casually <laughs> exclusive yes. right here. We were recently gifted some land. So um, one of my mentors, his name is Jim Austin. He actually gave me one of my first jobs as a fashion designer 25 years ago. Um, he donated 10 acres of land to keep abreast wow. out in um, the high desert near Joshua Tree. Whoa. And so I've always had this dream to build a wellness center for people with cancer and also for families. So it's coming true. It's just like the most beautiful evolution. It's the most beautiful way to start the next 20 years of Keep Abreast. So I moved out there. I'm living out there um, in the desert now. Oh, wow. And um, we're starting to develop this wellness center and what the programming looks like and how we can support um, survivors and also how we can bring support and education to the local community. And so that community is technically San Bernardino County, uh -huh. which is um, very high rates um, in California for cancer and for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're diving really deep to see what we can do in the community, but also what we can do just for people coming there. So two of the programs that I'm working on is one is a boot camp for family at diagnosis. And then the other one is That's like so important to support have. and healing retreats. And so I feel like kind of from being in this breast cancer community for so many years now and being on the caregiver side, I'm not a breast cancer survivor. I'm, I had skin cancer a couple of years ago, but I don't know what that's like mm -hmm. to go through that. But my life is serving women who do go through that. And what I have experienced and what I've seen over the last 20 years is that it's not just you going through it. Mm -hmm. It's your husband, your boyfriend, your children, your parents. Mm -hmm. And at diagnosis is so scary, so confusing, so stressful. So many women make decisions that they regret later on because they're scared, mm -hmm. of course, um, because the doctors are telling them, do this, do this, do that. You don't have the time to really check your soul yeah. and your heart and it's ask yourself whirlwind. what is right for me. Mm -hmm. And same thing with like husbands and partners get scared that, you know, of everything that's going to happen, you know, the drill. Kids are afraid that, you know, they're going to lose their mom. So I'm working right now to interview different families as far as what would be really needed at this time. And um, to be able to hopefully create, I would love to create a partnership with like UC Irvine or City of Hope or some hospital that can get us referrals at this time. Because it's also really hard to reach women at this time. Yeah. And bring the whole family out for a weekend retreat and like dads can go dirt bike riding with other dads who have been through this, right? So, Brilliant. so the oh, dads can be, to, you know, dudes can be together to be like, this is how, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Here's how we can get through it. Same thing that. with the kids go rock climbing with other kids who have been through this. And so they have their own little mentor groups mm -hmm. and then mom will really get like just loved up, but also like pretty clued in by someone that's matched up. So just to kind of make, this, the whole experience of being diagnosed, having surgeries, chemo, radiation, all the whole things that 
a lot of women have to go through, just making that experience better. Yeah. That for is everyone. So important. Yeah. For everyone. And then it takes off a lot off of the person who's been diagnosed. Yeah. Also, the responsibility of that person because they're not the caregiver. Everyone else is. Mm-hmm. So this dream is happening. It's called the Kiva Breast Valley. <gasps> wow. And anyone can come too. So it's not just for cancer survivors or just for families of cancer. You know, we'll be hosting yoga retreats, like wellness retreats, corporate retreats, like all the different things. So it's a place where, you know, if some, we work with so many different brands that keep abreast. Like yeah. if those brands want to come out and do their manager retreats or things like that, like I'll teach them yoga. I'll give them, you know, climbing classes. We'll do breath work. We'll meditate all day long wow. and Fantastic. eat good food. And, you know, so that's like the big new news and new project. And keep can't wait to have you out. I'm that, sure gonna... I cannot wait to go <laughs> to keep abreast valley. That sounds amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Exclusive. Yay. You heard it here I know. Yay. But really, wow, I am so happy for you. That's amazing. And I mean, that need there needs to be more of that. There needs to be more keep abreast valleys because that is so important. That would have helped so much when I first got sick. Um, it's a whirlwind and it's a whirlwind for your whole family. You don't know. You don't I didn't I didn't I just did whatever anyone told me to do. I didn't go and get a second opinion. I didn't do anything because I was just scared. And I just was like, okay, what do I need to do? I'll do it. Let's get this over with. Go. It would have been so helpful to have other people to talk to at that moment. I mean, um, and same with Manny. I mean, our, our relationship for a year was, was went from being this, a fun loving couple that was yeah. traveling and doing fun things to him being my caretaker and it was so hard so hard for both of you because like that's not what he signed up for yeah but then you feel guilty and then he feels guilty and then you, you have to go through so much when yeah. you're just in a new a young relationship yeah. and you just want to be in love but all of a sudden you have this freaking you know like yeah. ice sculpture going yeah. through your your relationship so it's there there's so, a lot there that um you guys have been through that you can you know really help other people with your stories yeah, yeah. but it would have been so helpful for you to have uh, another guy that was going oh, through yeah. it too so i yeah. agree and there needs to be more i think awareness for guys to be okay with opening up to other guys it's totally fine yeah. you know i didn't take it quite there and i think you'd ask me for my experiences personally and i actually just like slammed this article together for you guys I you never sent it I, it's in my phone i was like just so nervous i was like the, the, i just I was like the project isn't over like you can't send this yeah no, but I, i've been asking manny for like oh, over I'm a so, year yeah, for a vlog for I, keep abreast I, from the male perspective because Lindsay vlogged on our site so it just amazing. made sense so, you have to do it, Manny. You I, gotta get that in. I what are you will, afraid of? Come on. I see that's the, okay. You're right. Okay, turning down. It get the cat out of the jacuzzi. Get Let's the do cat this. Let's get the, the cat jacuzzi. out of the jacuzzi. Yes. You could um, you could have a live reading at Keep a Breast Valley. There you go. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And like on you it, you're gonna let us. Oh my goodness. We should. I thought about doing a little like just um, bullet point. Lindsay and I discussed this, and we might do something to this effect but it's like here's like the good things you should have when you get cancer and we thought about doing like writing something up while on our birthday which is going to be in a week so 
we're going to maybe just jot down ideas. And if we did like a small book, like here's things that'll help. And it's, yeah. you know, when guys are riding the dirt bikes by your retreat, it's like, you can be like, Hey, get her this, get her this, get yourself this. Yeah. Go into here. Like you need to build this. this little man cave and like just stuff like this. It'll just, yeah. I love that. You're going to let us know when, you need oh, volunteers, yeah. correct? Oh, like, yeah. We are yeah. out there. All the course, we need all. The, we need all the things. Okay. When is it like scheduled, or when are you planning on having it <laughs> debut? Well, we're breaking ground this year. Okay. So um, this year we'll be breaking ground with some small things, like we, we need to dig a well, we need to get power. So like <gasps> the very basics, and we just completed the entire um, plan and strategy for it. So. The plan is over the next five years to build it. So we'll start with some cabins first, and then those cabins will hopefully fund the next row of cabins. And then we'll start creating um, different spaces where we can do wellness activities like yoga, acupuncture, breath work, different types of um, workshops. You know, the workshop, we have one workshop that we've done called Heal the Cause, uh -huh. which is um, a very deep sort of spiritual workshop around identifying the cause of your cancer related to traumas that you've experienced Ooh, in your that's life. Interesting. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really, really moving. And for all of us, no matter what we've experienced in, in our lives, we've all have, you know, traumas that have manifested in our bodies in ways, whether it's disease or anxiety or who knows? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're getting started this year. The plan is that it's going to take five years, um, but it all depends a lot on like funding and mm -hmm. donations. Yeah. So next year we'll do a crowdfunding campaign to raise money um, to build the valley. And then I'm also just um, starting to reach out to donors and funders and philanthropists and, you know, trying to get those big bucks in so oh, we yeah. can get it all built. Well, it's so important. And I'm so happy that that's happening. Thank you. Yeah. I'll need you as an advisor, please. Oh, <laughs> I'll be on the advisor. Both of you. I would love to be involved in any way I can. That would be so much fun. Um, you said, I, I would love to talk more about like the workshop. I mean, that's an amazing workshop that you were just speaking about. Um, what other types of workshops and for like listeners who don't know, where can they find out more about these kind of workshops that you're doing? Um, well, right now they're all in development, uh -huh. so we're not doing them yet. Okay. And it's kind of one of the, like, I'm developing the one for the boot camp for the families. Okay. And then I'm working on to develop what exactly is good for survivors at different times. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you don't want to think about your cancer. You don't want, like, you just want to come and unplug and not have people talk to you about your life and just get massages and just have like a yummy wellness weekend. Yeah. So sometimes there, that is what is needed. And then sometimes, you know, deeper work is needed, which is hard and challenging. And you have to look at things that maybe are difficult to look at. So, you know, there, there's a, I, there's a time and a place, I think, for all types of healing, for all types of diseases, for all types of people. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where, like, I truly believe, you know, if you build it, they will come. Mm. And so the, the space is, the actual land is an energetically, thriving beautiful land um it's a it's a place where native american women used to come um in the winter it was like a safe place where they would stay oh. with their families and um How the, the hunters would go up into you know the mountains and hunt yeah so it has a lot of um heritage and energy there that is already um 
it's already doing the healing. Yeah. And so what ends up coming, you know, as in when you're doing things in your life and you're putting yourself out there and you're just trying to like be positive and give and give, you know, the universe sees that and it, and it will bring like, it will bring what's needed. Mm -hmm. So no matter what my ideas are or what I think, you know, it's gonna, it will evolve and it will have its own life, Yeah. which is the whole history of keep abreast. I mean, I couldn't have done all this. There's no way, you know, like keep abreast. We've been, we were invited to go on the Vans Warped Tour and do this education. You know, we've been invited to do work in Mexico City and to do some, we're working on a special, some projects in Africa. So, you know, we get invited to go all these places. It's not just me being like, well, I want to go there. Yeah. And I think that would be a great place to go. You know, it's, um, it's, it's all the energy, like really doing the work. Yeah. I'm just here to like let it go. I'm just this really good container <laughs> you like are. that just lets it all go. And I'm like able to kind of really see like, Oh, that's a good one. Phew, let's bring that one in. Oh, that's a good one. Phew, let's do yeah. that one. Wow. But, well, I mean, that sounds like it could be the most perfect place for the keep abreast Valley. I mean, that's where Native American women went to right? heal. That's amazing. It's amazing. So keep abreast just launched a brand new website last night. Oh, well, well, we'll have wow. to check it out. Last night, we launched a brand new website. So we have a whole new look of Keep Abreast. Oh, cool. Um, our color story has changed. A lot, like, looks looks different. So there's a section in there on the Cab Valley. Mm -hmm. um, so no one has probably read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some information out now that's actually public because this has been like a behind closed doors yeah. conversation for a long time now. Okay. And then we have two, two, three actual new sections on the website um, education. So Keep Abreast always really goes into these kind of alternative communities, um, subcultures. You know, we're always working in surfing skating snowboarding roller derby craft beer like all these kind of interesting communities and what we've been asked is to have more information um for more communities so we have some special sections on the site for um women of color cool. so there's education specifically um for that community the lgbtq community and male breast cancer awesome so this year 2019 is a big year for us expanding our reach into different communities with education that is like really specifically for them um because it's you have that and like you have to go in a way that is, is authentic. You know, the, the same information for, you know, white women over 40 isn't the same information, you know, for young queer women or mm -hmm. young trans women or, you know, black women. So, so we really um, worked hard to, to get the right information specifically. So wow. check that out, please. Well, congrats and let me on know. the new site. I Thanks. can't wait to check it out. Yeah, it's real pretty. Wow. Real pretty. You guys seriously do it all at Keep Abreast. <laughs> and I am just so happy that I know you. I am so happy that I know you and you and you. <laughs> We're all lucky. Yeah, Shana, you're like awesome to talk to, obviously. So it's it's a lot of hope for someone like me who falls into something like this and then somehow lands on your lap and you're like, don't worry, you're not alone. Yeah. Like, welcome to the world that you never knew about. And you're such a lovely transition for the needed introduction to this in home ec, which we never got in high school. You know, it's like <laughs> they don't teach you this. So that you're, yeah, thank you. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. You're huge. 
You're welcome. It's <laughs> my pleasure. It's my it's my duty. It's my honor. It's all those things. I'm just I'm so grateful that I get to use my creativity and you know what what I know that I'm good at, but for something that that really you know makes a difference. And yeah. I struggled for a long time in this work because I, I didn't have a traditional background in education or, you know, I never studied nonprofits. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. And I always felt this, like, who are you to be working in this space? Mm -hmm. You know, like you're not qualified. Like, I, so I always had this kind of like insecurity or this feeling of like, I, I wasn't worthy in a way, you know? And even just recently through some pretty deep work, did I actually realize that no one else could have done it? Yeah. It's about the drive. It's, I had a background in, you know, design mm -hmm. and action sports and music and so, and creativity and being an artist and a designer. So I just took what I knew how to do in a different way mm -hmm. in a unconventional space. And so someone with a conventional background or a conventional education wouldn't have been able to educate and have the impact that we've actually been able to have. Yeah. But I mean, it took me 20 years to have <laughs> yeah. revelation. You took you know, all your you worlds and you combined them. And it's something that's helped so many people. It's something that so many people can identify with. I mean, the high school kids, those I heart booby bracelets. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, that went viral. So uh, yeah. you are just, you've created something that I, that people identify with and you're right. Like a corporate person couldn't do that. A corporate <laughs> person's not going to come up with that idea and get the love of all of our lives. Justin Bieber to wear those, <laughs> <laughs> those I heart booby bracelets. The, uh, the love of all of our lives, oh, Justin oh Bieber. That's true. Yes. Mine too. Yeah, mine too. I'm going to remember that quote. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, congratulations on everything. I'm so glad I know you and you have created something amazing. So. Thank you so much. And I have a question for you. Yes. Um, where are you at in your, like journey right now I know that you're still having like some issues growing your hair back yeah. but um you know how t two questions where are you at and also like how, how like what inside of you were you like that when you were a little kid or what inside of you made you so brave to be able to like just be like weird about it all like uh, weird yeah. and funny and you know you're such a talented and amazing writer so you were able to like put your story in words but you were always cracking jokes on yourself in a way <laughs> that like I would have never been able to do that I would have been like paralyzed by fear of like putting my story out there so like yeah where are you at and like deeply what inside you made you so brave um because <laughs> you've been talking about this for a long time now yeah. and it's not it's not normal. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, now I'm I'm fine. Um, I am on tamoxifen. It's been two years since I got done with chemo, so I should have hair almost as long as you. I should have like hair down to my shoulders. Two years, you know. But I have a I have a hardy ponytail back there. <laughs> but on top, it's just not growing. It's very, very slow growing. So it's very, you can still see my scalp. And so I'm still wearing wigs, but, um, everything else is good. I feel healthy. I just got a new oncologist that's allowing me to take supplements. So I'm going to, um, start taking, 
uh, turmeric and magnesium because the tamoxifen that I'm on, um, the cancer pill, it puts you into early menopause and I wasn't taking anything to help me and i mean i'm in menopause i should yeah. take it something so that's not fun we taking that um me and manny went to whole foods and picked out like the the nice uh, vitamins and um yeah we had a reawakening from a new oncologist which yeah. you mean it's that's also important too is you know make sure you explore the right oncology yes. so that you get a proper new perspective with upgraded knowledge everything yeah. needs to be up to par and you know, not restrict yourself from things that are going to be very yeah. beneficial for you. So yeah, keep asking great. questions like yes. you are. Like you're two years out. That's cool. That it's like okay, start doing this now. Yeah, and and that's a thing. I was not realizing that I could change oncologists, and I love my oncologist, and I am glad with the treatment plan that we went on together. The chemo, radiation, a lumpectomy. It worked. I was um, I'm cured, and um. But I just, there's some things I wasn't agreeing with, like not being allowed to take supplements and um, being on tamoxifen for 10 years as opposed to five years when I'm so young. And um, so I decided to change oncologists and I, we just met with him two days ago and we left like so happy and we left like, just like understanding more about what I'm going through. Sometimes before I was like, kind of confused still even yeah, though I isolated. talked about it I'm confused so I I really liked him and so um doing that um staying on the tamoxifen for probably three more years and then um and I yeah I'm just still working on eating healthier <laughs> <laughs> which I'm doing better job except last night I had pizza um <laughs> and then uh yeah about the second question is um I don't know. I've always kind of had a sense of humor about things. And with that, with cancer, it was like, what? I have no, everyone's like, you're so brave. But it's like, what else? There's no other option. Like, uh, I could just lay in my bed and not talk to anyone. Or I could write a article about how I'm feeling, you know. And maybe it will be a little funny. Because there were some funny parts. <laughs> Yeah, beyond I'm, you were beyond that. Yeah, I don't think the thing is you're so like preciously unique that you don't understand how funny like you truly are, <laughs> and it's out of pure innocence that like reminds me how much I'm in love with you because it's just like Aww. like you, you know, are captivating on that level. And you're like you're like what joke did I just say? I'm like you are a perfect person. Like you didn't <laughs> tell any joke. That's awesome. So yeah, I get it. so yeah you. Just you, uh, you know, you radiate what you feel is funny about that situation. And yeah. Yeah, I see what Shani means for sure. It's like, how are you talking about yourself like that? Like, how are yeah. you laughing about this right and now? And you were with like those a words? flight attendant at the time, right? Yeah. You're not doing that anymore. I do still you do You do it. still I've, do that. I've done it for 10 years, but I'm doing it part-time, so I'll work like one yeah. trip a month. Yeah. But yeah, like I was going to fly with wigs on. I mean, I yeah. still am. Like, wow. So. I just want to thank you for sharing your story, like, so early on, you know, at like, while it was happening. Yeah. It was, like, real time. You didn't have time to, like, process or think about it. And to me, that is so brave. And that's such a just interesting quality that I 
like appreciate about you and like seeing you of being able to just put it out there and share your story because you really were helping people and sharing that with the whole Keeper Breast audience. Yeah. And, and for me, it was so inspiring oh. and like cracking up, but crying and you know all the all the things all the emotions are happening well thank you yeah I kind of just like uh stopped I think I wrote a, a, a four or five and then I was like you're done I couldn't <laughs> anymore and I think I was still going through chemo um and then I was just like I have no more words <laughs> in my head uh, yeah it was uh, it was a hard process but yeah I it was cool to it was helpful to write um and even if you're not a good writer even if you have no one that's gonna read it I really think that that is helpful and I realized that at, at the retreat um when Laura Rubin was doing her workshop because not all those people are writers and it was just so helpful to have everyone sit down and with a blank piece of paper and write about what they're feeling and it and then everyone shares if they want to share and it was like whoa you you're you <laughs> are very well spoken that yeah. was amazing and yeah just... and Laura's techniques have like helped me a lot too like I hate writing and I was like her the worst person to ever come to like any of her journaling workshops like, you know she would drag me and pretty much kicking and screaming yeah but now I text her I'm all I'm writing every day I'm doing good and you know she's and the whole thing that she is is like just she always says pen to paper yeah you know and just get it out and you can rip it out like yeah she has some phrase I don't remember like rip it and shred it or uh -huh. something and so you just like write it rip it throw it in the fireplace yeah. you know done it's so helpful and to just get it out it is helpful it really 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 is and um yeah listening to podcasts is helpful <laughs> and um having your love circle around you oh this is, is a big super helpful <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for coming to our love circle Thank you for coming wonderful. and inviting me into your love circle. <laughs> <laughs> we started something. All right. Well, thank you. And this has been so fun. Round two was even better than round one. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. <laughs> okay. Retreat coming soon. So excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs>